We are so happy you're here tuning in to Kentucky Wesleyan College Campus Ministries. In this podcast, we dive deeper into chapel topics while having real conversations. Enjoy this week's recap. Welcome to the Post Chapel Podcast uh, at Kentucky Wesleyan College, coming out of our campus ministry here at Wesleyan. We are thankful that you are joining us again. Uh, We are recording uh, a couple of days after uh, this week's chapel service, uh, which was on how to love God, others, and yourself. And uh, our chapel speaker this week, was uh, Shane Robinson, who is the high school uh, minister at Kentucky, uh, not at Kentucky Wesleyan College. He's at Owensboro Christian Church. I'm at Kentucky Wesleyan College, as well as our in-studio guest today. Uh, We have Maddie Atherton, who is producing our podcast today, and we're thankful for her. And then I want to uh, allow uh, Elizabeth and Eric uh, to introduce themselves. They're going to tell you their uh, name and uh, what year they are and something that they're involved in and where they're from uh, originally. And then we're going to get into discussing uh, the chapel service uh, that we had this week. So if you are a repeat listener, welcome back. If you are listening for the first time, we are uh, we are thankful that you're joining our podcast. Uh, this, uh, the whole, this whole podcast came out of uh, some of our students talking about we have a weekly chapel service on the campus of Kentucky Wesleyan College it's called chapel at 1212 we start at 1212 because we have many students who have um, a class at 11 o'clock and sometimes that runs just a little bit over and we didn't want the excuse of well I couldn't come to chapel you know because class ran over didn't want to be late all that stuff so uh, and then sometimes it is during the lunch hour and people need to grab food so um, the twelve twelve start time allows people time to get to chapel and grab food and come from class and then we've we have a 33 minute service and we we try to finish about 12:45 ish and that allows people to get to their one o'clock class both faculty staff and students and so uh, that's not a lot of time and so we hoped for more in-depth discussion uh, after the the chapel service about how the message landed on us so uh, that's just a recap of of who we are and and what's going on and we're thankful that you have joined us so I did that in two minutes and 30 41 seconds that's pretty good Elizabeth tell us who you are and where you're from okay hi y'all um if my name is Elizabeth. Everybody here on campus calls me Burns, though. Uh, and it's s- because your last name is Burns. Burns. Elizabeth well, yeah. Burns. There you go. Yeah, so snazzy that. Um, <laughs> um, I'm a sophomore here uh, at Kentucky Wesleyan. Um, I'm on the women's soccer team. I'm officially an intern at camp- on campus ministries. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah, I can say that now <laughs> instead of saying I help with the shoebox ministries. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm also in AOPI here. Uh, I'm in KEA. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much awesome. Well. Where are you from? Um, and then I'm from Mead County, which is go. about an hour and a half here. Yes. Eric. Good morning. Uh, my name is Eric Lyons. I'm a junior here at Kentucky Wesleyan. I'm from Hinderville, Indiana. Um, and something that I'm involved in is that I'm an RA in Deacon Hall. <laughs> He's, Eric's also uh, 
one of our campus ministries interns, and he's also uh, one of the leaders on our men's baseball team. And so we're, we're thankful for Eric and uh, Burns joining us uh, for the podcast. And so uh, we're just going to jump right in. Uh, th- these are uh, veteran note takers from, from Chapel. So uh, we... We started off. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip through Shane's uh, intro story <laughs> and move right into a kind of what what he shared uh, regarding um, loving God, loving others, and loving yourself. And uh, the scripture that he pulled from was Mark 12:28 through 34. And I'm just gonna read that for those who who may not ha- be uh, sitting there with uh, with scripture in your hand. Uh, for this podcast, so I'm going to read from the Gospel of Mark in the New Testament and read verses 28 through 34. And uh, one of the scribes approached when he heard them debating and saw that Jesus answered them well. He asked him, which commandment is the most important of all? This is the most important, Jesus answered. Listen, Israel. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Then the scribe said to him, You are right, teacher. You have correctly said that he is one, and there is no one else except him. And and to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is far more important than all the burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered intelligently, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And no one dared to question him any longer. So Shane kind of started out, Shane's a former uh, high school baseball player, loves baseball, and he started out talking about um, a story around just how much he hates to strike out. Um, and then he gave context for uh, this passage of Scripture um, coming from the Gospel of Luke where, um, you know, Jesus had uh, come with an agenda, you know, to cleanse uh, his father's house, to clean it out um, because it was being defiled. And so verses in uh, Mark 12, from, from verses 13 to 17, we had an example of what he called strike one, where the Herodians and the Pharisees came in and questioned Jesus, uh, and, and Jesus got them, strike one. Uh, and then verses 18 through 27, when the Sadducees came in and tried to, to trap Jesus around the resurrection, something that they didn't even believe in themselves, but was just trying to trap Jesus. Uh, and then, as Shane said, strike two. And then, then we move to when the teacher of the law came in, kind of somewhat differently than his peers. Um, and then he really called that what we just read was kind of a foul tip, like he was close. Uh, he was close on that. So I'll just let you all kind of jump off from there because I kind of gave some context for chapel and set the stage. So go. Okay. Well, um, it kind of like reminds me of like, have any of y'all watched the Chosen series? I have. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this, this. You, so you're spoiler alert for people, right? Yeah. Jenny? Spoiler alert. Sorry, people. Um, if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it because season two is already out and I need to buy it. Um, but, um, <laughs> 
But um, this um, scene reminds me of like the where the um, the head Pharisee actually meets in private with Jesus. Yes, I think that's just like such a powerful scene. It always reminds me of this Bible that Shane um, talked mm-hmm. to us in chapel Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It just like reminds me of that because like because um, the Pharisee like was asking questions and like and Jesus was answering him. He knew that he wanted to come, mm-hmm. but was scared and like and then. Um, and spoiler again, you're gonna cry at this scene. Uh, I started bawling my eyes out when um, Jesus um, said, um, when the Pharisee didn't go with the disciples and Jesus, and Jesus said, you're so close, but yet so far. Yeah. That's almost like uh, towards the end, like where Jesus says, um, thou art not far from the kingdom of God, which mm-hmm. is like amazing yeah. to yes. be honest. Yes. It's like It's just like a small connection. Yeah, and the fact that two different individuals, both, both religious, leaders both uh teachers of the law mm. um and he says to one hey you're not far um because he can look upon our hearts um and then the other he says you know you're you're a little too far um it, it is he does he does look on our hearts and so he knows when we're people who do love god with all our heart soul mind strength um and he does know when we're loving our neighbor that way eric one of the one of the cool things I thought about about Shane's message was like the application to baseball. Um, I mean, obviously I play baseball, so I love baseball. And um, when you play baseball for so long, or you, like you just watch it for so long, you realize that baseball is a lot like life, um, and it's a lot like our religion. Honestly, um, like he said, striking out in baseball is thought of as the like worst way to get out. Mm-hmm. And in baseball, like there's a lot of ways you can get out, right? Like you can hit like a long, deep fly ball and you're like, oh man, that's going to get out and it gets caught. Yeah. Or you can hit a line drive and it's like you smoked it, but it gets caught. Or you right. can roll over on a ball and that you're out. Or you can strike out and you're out, right? Like of all those striking out like a lot of people would say there's nothing worse than striking out right because you don't make contact with the ball uh you get a k on your sheet and you're like man (laughs) that looks ugly um but no matter what you go up and the next at bat you get another bat it's like nothing happened again the same way if you hit a home run you get another bat and it's like nothing happened again um so just kind of like when he was talking about striking out and stuff like that like it's interesting to me that just like life and and our religion, no matter what happens, we get another chance to do it all over again. It's like another day, right? Like you may strike out and you may feel like that's the worst thing ever, and that's like the worst thing you've done, or or whatever, and you're 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 hurt by that, and mm-hmm. you're feeling like you're a bad player, or in life you're feeling like you're a bad person, or whatever it is. You get another day to relive another opportunity and and baseball is so interesting because you fail way more than you succeed yeah um and so sometimes that's like life right like you're gonna fail a lot more than you think you you succeed and you're gonna fail even when you think that you deserve to succeed um and so just kind of like when he was talking about that i mean i i love the game of baseball because it teaches you that you can work hard for something and still fail but you need to feel a little bit of pride in yourself in that mm-hmm. you're working towards something that's really, mm-hmm. really difficult to attain. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. sometimes the result's not necessarily the most important thing when it comes to and, that. And so. the results doesn't all, the results do not always um, 
reflect the uh, the heart mm-hmm. and the amount of investment that is put in. Correct. You know, I mean, right. there are people who absolutely just are are completely all in mm-hmm. and and devoted and they're investing time not and when we were talking a baseball analogy because that's what Shane but in our relationship with God mm-hmm. I mean we are, we are all in and we're putting in the extra work and we're spending that time but sometimes we still strike out absolutely and but that doesn't mean that the heart is wrong. Mm. And and yeah. Jesus really digs into the heart here of these people. He knows they're trying to trap him, but but he's also prepared for what they're throwing at him. Mm. Um, and, you know, and he uh, he he gets them because they both in their attempts they swing and miss and they swing and miss. Um, but the the uh, the last teacher of the law was very 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 close uh, to to having the, the heart that is right. Anything else that kind of came up for you all uh, during the chapel service that you want to maybe mention? I do. Okay. Uh, so I did like so when I was like reading this verse and he was like explaining it, and then when he got to point three, love yourself, I was like, love yourself. Why love yourself? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't understand because did Jesus image anything about loving yourself. And then that's when um, Shane like actually like dug in deeper saying, if you love, if you like, um, you can't love yourself the same way you love your neighbor. So how are you going to love your neighbor if you're going to treat them the same way you treat yourself? So if you treat yourself per- poorly, then you're going to treat your neighbor poorly, which is like something huge, especially like. Um, I think with anybody who has like mental health issues or such, I think that's like huge because like, I know they want to do the best, but sometimes do the best is like loving on yourself first before you love on others. And like, that's hard for me sometimes. I understand and like, it could be hard for other people, but like, you always, you sometimes have to put yourself first before others before, in order for you to love them, love yourself in order for you to love them. Yeah, verse and what what you're hitting on is is verse thirty one. The the second commandment, second greatest commandment, yeah. is love love your neighbor as yourself, and um, you know that. He kind of talked about some people kind of take that out of context. Um, and there's some different theology around, you know, we, sh- we shouldn't love ourselves. Uh, that we shouldn't, you know, all of that love should be, should be dispersed to God and to other people. Um, but as, as a creation in Christ, you know, God said from the, from the beginning in Genesis, like what he creates and what he makes is good. And, and, and we, we were created good. Jesus had to come to give us an opportunity to, to be in a right relationship with God again. And, and, when, and when we take on um, the righteousness of Jesus, then, then we, we should love the God that is in us and the creation that he made. And so in, in, in what you're saying, um, Burns is, you know, this is this is a tough thing for someone. Some people have no problem loving themselves, and actually, we have a wor- have a a world that's full of me focused people. Uh, the church, unfortunately, is is has a tendency to be a little me focused, just what's most comfortable, what's what fits our needs, as as opposed to the real heart of the church should be turned outward, and and let's let's take what we we have been given and share it with everyone else and so uh, it 
you do love other people as you love yourself. And most of the time when you find someone who's not loving, they don't really like who they are. Um, so, and, and it is important that, that we, we, we have the right perspective, um, and right respect, um, for who we are in Christ so that we can go out and then be able to be used by the Holy Spirit to make a difference in mm-hmm. the life of someone else. It's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, Eric, any comments on that? Um, I, I really like that. I love the idea i mean when you when you look at the topic and love god love others and and love yourself i think they all are intrinsic of themselves but obviously you can't do one without doing all of them yes in the same way that um you know we talked about in the last uh chapel podcast that i was on um ties and your prayer relationship and and going to church like Mm -hmm. they're all important of themselves but they they work best in unison yes um and so, no, I, I really enjoy, I really enjoy the commentary. And then, and one more thing that I thought, uh, pastor Shane did, that was kind of interesting for me. Um, in the past I've had pastors or, or priests or, or whoever, like call the congregation to, to try to memorize a verse from, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the service. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, and in the past I've kind of been like, oh, well, that's cool but like i'll always have my bible there to call on yeah, it yeah, or look yeah, at it yeah. um and today and and wednesday i was like well don't think like that like let's what's the point of memorizing something like why do you memorize something in the first place number one it's important to you and you want to show that having that recollection is important to you and so that so you memorize it right like in people's names maybe where people live places things like that like if it's sort in your memory it's probably important to you. Mm-hmm. Number two, you can call on it whenever you need to, right? Like, you, you yes. If you have it there, just like in a test or whatever you're whatever you're memorizing something for, you have it there, and you can call on it whenever you need to. Um, and so, looking at it like that, I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense to memorize something. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are not many, truly many Bible verses that I have just memorized off the top of my head. Um, and I've always been kind of like envious of the people who could memorize scripture really well and, yes. and kind of quote it. And I yes. always thought that was such a cool thing um, to do. And I, I was always like, well, that could never be me because I can't, you know, I can't read scripture that in depthly and like, and, and memorize it, I guess. Um, but I think it really just comes down to, you know, taking time and, and being honest with yourself about, okay, this is how I'm going to read it. And this is how I'm going to try to apply it into my mind. Like, Yes, you're trying to sit down and memorize it, but you're also trying to understand and, and memorize what that what that feels on your heart and what yeah. that looks like when you're going to apply it to life. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I've really had like kind of like a mental change of, you know, it's not just memorization; it's it's more than memorization, and yes. it's kind of like an implementation um, into how you live. So, I really thought that was cool. I'm, I was really happy that that he he called us to do that, and so. Hopefully, looking forward, I will be able to sit down and actually start to to memorize verses. And one of the Eric's touching on the fact that at the end of the message, Shane kind of gave us a um, kind of a charge, a challenge, an encouragement around how we're going to respond to what we heard. And you know, two of the things that he suggested was that we 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 write down or or at least 
in our minds focus in on w- one of these one of these action steps that we need to do better or to be better about and you know if it's if we're if we don't have any problem loving those around us or loving ourselves but we're we're not spending the time with God that we need to and we're not investing in that relationship as much then that needs to be a focus of ours or maybe we do a really good job in our relationship with God um and we do a really good job of going out and serving other people, but we, we're we not taking care of ourselves. Mm. We're not loving ourselves the way that we need to. Then that needs to be a focus. So that was like, what, what of the three? You know, loving God has to start first. And if you're out of order with that, that's the first action step is getting those things in order. Love God first, but then mm. loving others, loving yourselves, you know, trying to focus in where you need to be better on that. And then the second one is the one that Eric talked about. He just said, I, I kind of charge you, challenge you, encourage you to devote yourself to to writing down um, these these scriptures not only physically but on your heart and that's what you're talking about yes sir and uh, for someone who grew up with some reading and comprehension issues mm-hmm. um, I I struggled and I didn't I didn't even realize I struggled and um, had a lot of reading. Uh, special special reading courses and things that I went to and didn't even realize I was going to them. And Maddie's going to laugh at me. She's not allowed to talk today. But, um, you know, they used, to, they used to have a little trailer outside of our elementary school that was that was the special education classroom where they pull, pull kids out of the regular classroom and send them there for a special time because they didn't have any more room anywhere. But I, I was always pulled out and sent out there and I thought that's cool because they give us candy kind of get to take a break from there you know and then it wasn't until I you know I was a little slow so <laughs> it wasn't until I was like almost in the fifth grade when I was like oh okay like this isn't a good thing that I'm getting pulled out of here and going and getting candy and, and doing this so it took me a little while and then I didn't like it like I didn't like the fact that oh, the reason I'm going is because I'm not good at this. And I'm so, more shocked at the fact that they had a trailer for the special education. Well, I mean, uh, we're, what places don't have these little little mobile units that they set outside of uh, school? Because, I mean, schools run out of space, and then they have these little, you know, all right, we're not talking about like a camper trailer burns. Okay, I mean, they, okay, okay. They're, not, they're not sending us out to. Yeah, they're not. They're not pulling it behind a truck and back, you know sending us all in there. It's not like it's a white van down by the river that they're they're sticking us in. So when you say trailer, I think of RV camper. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. And I know in Meade County those are thick. <laughs> those are thick. So what I'm talking about is like a modular building, a mobile, a mobile building yes <laughs> yes i'm not talking i'm not talking your a camper trailer that they're sending us out to so this is extra we might just leave this in because like that's funny that is funny um but thanks for yes to clarify for those who, for yes those of you. yes for those who are listening i was not put in like a hunting camper <laughs> out behind mobile i was put in a mobile like and, a blood mobile truck. like a mobile Oh, yeah, mobile. Yeah, blood mobile. So this this is awesome. So um, yes, let me just move on from this. So I struggled with memorization and comprehension, and I still struggle with that. But when I have become very intentional 
about certain scriptures that I feel like the Holy Spirit is impressing upon my heart. Mm. Those are those are things that that I have gone over and over and over again. And, and we're doing good on time, so I'll I'll mention this. Uh, I was doing a, a leadership camp uh, with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Uh, we were on campus at uh, Campbellsville University during the summer uh, one year, and <clears throat> during the course of that week, uh, I got to know a guy, and he had a big lanyard, big rope lanyard kind of thing and on this lanyard was just full of note cards that were hole punched and on this big ring and he just wore it around his neck and so after a day or so you know i i I knew he was um i knew he was not a high school or college student um so i said hey are you uh just curious are you are you helping someone kind of study for something you know i didn't know if he was you know working on some type of uh test and he he was studying for work or for maybe a master's class or something but you know every a lot of people use note cards to study from i mean you can tell it was his handwriting they all looked the same all those things and he said no man i just uh i just became a christian and uh, he said, I'm working real hard on memorizing the word of God. Mm. And he said, um, he said, I have an accountability partner and we talk about scripture. And he said, I, he gives me scriptures all the time to memorize. So uh, this is and he was wearing it around his neck. Um, That's amazing. It, and it so that he said, I want to I want to keep it close to my heart. And he said, um, he said, this is the most important thing in my life. So anytime I have extra time, I just pull it, I just pull it off and start going through. And on one side, he had written, you know, first John two, six, and then you flip it over. And it was for those who claim to be in Christ, you must walk like Jesus walked first John two, six. And so I was just, I was like. Oh my gosh, my my excuses of not having the greatest memory or struggling with comprehension, like if I would make that type of investment, mm. like he is making, I mean, he was hungry for the word of God, yeah. mm. and I need to be more hungry for the word of God, and in doing so, then I would love God more, and and that's about putting Him first. So, all all good stuff. Shane talked about loving God first, and sometimes that uh, that means if we don't read Scripture, we need to. Um, and I won't go through all of this, but as, as you as you spend time in the Word, you're spending time with the with the living Word, uh, which is God breathed, and so you are connected. I, God, Jesus is the Word, um, and when we do that, we learn to love Him more, and we grow in our relationship. And so he he talked about having the DTR talk, uh, define the relationship with Jesus to make sure that uh, some people would say, no, I, I love God and, and God's first in my life. But is I mean, really, mm-hmm. is he? Yeah. Let's look at your life and see what, what you're doing and, and the decisions that you're making and, and look at, uh, you know, people can say with words what's most important in their life. Or, oh, no, I love them, or I love that. No, but your actions will tell us whether you really love someone or not, that you really love God or not. Because where you invest your time, where you invest your talent, where you invest your resources in, the, in, in your life, all, all of that tells people what's important to you and what you love. Yeah. So uh, don't come at us saying, you know, I, I love God first, and then you never talk to God, yeah. and then you never spend time in his word. And, and you know, so 
uh, he, he challenged us in that area of making sure that you love God first. And then by loving others, um, there's, and this was with a few minutes that we have left, I thought this for me was something that I really wanted to look at more. And he talked about Mark 10, 35, but when we have to empty ourselves, and I believe I'm quoting him right, empty ourselves of the expectation in relationships with other people. Like, in, in in our world, many times people are expecting something from someone else if I'm going to enter into some kind of relationship with you. And it's almost like um, I'm going to offer myself in complete love with the expectation that I may never receive anything in return. Like I may pour into my relationship with Elizabeth because God's called me to do that, but I need to empty myself of the expectation of her treating me the same way. Mm-hmm. So to, to love God first with all of our heart, soul, mind, strength, all that we are, and to love other people in that way means that I can't expect someone to love me the same or I'm just not going to love you. What do y'all think about that? Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Sean. I feel like that's why God's so amazing because he expects nothing out of us, even though we treat him like crap. We ignore him every day sometimes and such. But like, that's like the amazing thing about God. He loves us no matter what we do, and he has no expectations of us. Well, yeah, yeah, in a way. In yeah. a way, because he does expect us to love us with all our heart, but he gives us grace for those times where we well, yeah. treat him like crap. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. Yep. I think that's like the essence of Christianity. Like, in my opinion, like the same way that we're called to to love our enemy in the same aspect. Like, our enemy is probably not going to re- return any love to us. Um, and when you when you decide that you have to love someone and I would call that unconditional love, right? Correct. Expecting nothing in return, um, not dependent on what you do or what you say. Just I'm going to decide to love you and it's going to change the way I live. And I don't expect you to return that or reciprocate that. Like love is one of the best things in the world because its value doesn't depend on um, being reciprocated. Yeah. And, And I think that's just like... That, that's what true love is, and that's like an unconditional love that Jesus has for us. And, and gosh, sometimes it's really, really hard Absolutely. to do. Yes. Like it's probably one of the hardest things yeah. in the world to yeah. do yeah. Um, is yeah. to put no boundaries on love because yeah. it is it is such a vulnerable thing to offer yourself up in that state, in that position to yeah. someone in a relationship or a friendship or, or whatever it is. Um, but it's unbelievably rewarding. Um, so yeah, man, that's awesome. That's so cool. That's awesome. Well, you, I mean, you hear so often from people that are close to us that, you know, we get a chance to be there for, and you just hear them saying, I'm just so tired of putting myself out there and people hurting me, Mm. you know, and the, and the people who have the most love to give are usually the people that are hurt the most, Mm. you know, and I think maybe this, this encouragement that Shane kind of gave us about, Hey, Part of the reason that we struggle with this is because of the expectation that we have around loving other people. Mm. Like, absolutely. 
I'm probably less hurt if I go into a relationship saying, okay, God's calling me to invest in Maddie and to love her. But if Maddie doesn't reciprocate that, what if she, what if she disrespects the love and the investment and the care? Well, what am I expecting from her? Mm-hmm. Uh, if my expectations are really high that I'm going to get the same thing that I invested and I don't get it, then it probably does hurt. Um, but that's more about our expectation. That should be less about Maddie. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we we get our we get up all in our feelings about a lot of things, and we blame it on other people. But really, is it their fault or is it ours for the right. expectation that we have for what we should right. be getting back? Yeah. So for me, that was that was the most challenging thing for me. Um, kind of the most the Holy Spirit kind of thumped me in my head, and He does mm-hmm. that a lot. Just on when uh, when I heard this, it's like, oh my gosh, like my expectation. Jesus went to the cross and said, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. And he died for those who would never reciprocate. And so if Jesus set that example for us, we should probably have that same stance, uh, an example of love to other people. And then just to kind of close out, sometimes it's really hard to, it's easy to, take time for God maybe even easier to take time for other people but for some of us the heart one of the hardest things to do is take time for ourselves um, and uh, you and I'm not I'm not talking about just backing out and backing away from life in general and and taking a respite and taking a vacation I'm talking even though that's that's part of those things but just loving yourself enough to make sure that you're making really good decisions about who you put in your life and what you do with your time and are you have the right type of margin and space are you being obedient to what God is calling you to do even if other people say this is what you should be doing or that doesn't make any sense the things that you're doing no like loving yourself is being obedient to what God has called you to do in your life. And, and we should be taking care of ourselves physically and spiritually mm-hmm. and emotionally. Uh, all, all of those things uh, are wrapped up into that. And I think most all of us could be a little bit better yeah. at that. Absolutely. Um, any final thoughts before we close out? Nope. I really appreciate you all stepping in um and and doing the podcast um any any no final no final words no just everybody shaking their head we good we good so if uh if you're someone who are struggling if you're struggling to love god uh with all that you are or you're struggling to love maybe a certain person or or others in general um if you're struggling to take care of yourself and love yourself because of what, whatever the excuse, whatever the circumstances, whatever the root cause of those things, and you need someone to kind of walk you through that, I guarantee you that Shane Robinson, who, who shared this message, would be honored uh, to talk with you. I know everyone sitting here, uh, people associated with campus ministries here at Kentucky Wesleyan College, if we can be a resource for you, uh, don't don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, we, we don't have the power to 
to fix things, but we do know someone who does. And so we can point you back toward Jesus. And uh, we got two, two ears and uh, mine are really big. So I, I can, uh, I can, I can, have, I can, I can hear a lot of stuff. And so we'd be honored to hear your heart, uh, to pray for you uh, if you need that. So don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can find us on our campus ministry page on our uh, kwc.edu website. And so again, uh, thank you for being one of our uh, faithful listeners or welcome uh, as a first time listener. And we hope that you join us again uh, for our Post Chapel podcast uh, from Campus Ministries here on the campus of Kentucky Wesleyan College. I want to thank the radio station WKWC uh, for partnering with us and and allowing us to partner in this uh, radio ministry, this podcast ministry. And so thank you. Uh, Pray that you you have uh, you have Jesus first uh, and that you're loving, loving Jesus well and that you're loving others well and you're loving yourself well. Uh, We praying for you in the name of Jesus.